0: that's what it's all about dying hot i
1: think i think in this day and age and in this economy dying hot is the best thing we can do for ourselves yes and have an open casket funeral like in your hottest fit
0: yes hell fucking (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) like that should be that should be the criteria like you leave in your will like this person the person you trust the most will pick your hottest fit for you that you get there nice. <laughs> yes cool <laughs> okay so how should we intro this
0: um you know i i will just you know do what i normally do and i will be like it's clown time and then i'll introduce you and you know then i'll like say the topic and then like do we do you have any like background stuff that you want to share but like
1: i don't have to yeah
0: because yeah okay
1: i i i mean don't have like a super personal like sexual assault story um yeah I do have like some experience in like being coerced in a way um but it's it's interesting because uh right during college and right after college um well after grad school I did some research with a psychologist based out of I think she's in North she's in North Dakota now um and we did research on like sexual assault on college campuses and we per particularly did like sort of like a meta-analysis where we had really strict criteria for which studies in the past I believe it was like 10 years it was like a decade-long look Uh, and we found essentially like you know how there's that statistic on college campuses where one in five women will be sexually assaulted we don't have the opposite number like we don't know how many men will sexually assault or are sexually assaulting on college campuses so Uh, This study was really looking at the overall, like, group of men who will assault. And it looks at kind of definitions of sexual assault and definitions of coercion and how researchers are kind of studying it and how they're modifying established measures. Because, like, there's ultimately a, a shit ton of measures you can use. And a lot of researchers adapted it based on, like, their specific research questions. So sometimes there were like disparities in definitions of what rape is across studies. Some of them used like legal definitions, some of them created their own definitions. So ultimately, we found that across these studies, the prevalence rates of men who will assault was from like 3% to 97%. <laughs> which is like insane that like across these studies, they don't define these things. Like in a similar way, you think yeah. like if you're contributing to a body of research, you would kind of stay consistent on certain things. Yeah,
0: yeah, and you're like building off of what was like done before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that doesn't make so it, when it makes sense for the numbers to be like that drastically mm-hmm. disparate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because we had to, yeah, like, how are
0: we building to a body of research if we can't even like agree on a definition?
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And that is what makes like studying sexual assault really difficult. Like I didn't do anything like besides working with this researcher and like coding some articles and doing some stats. Um, like my background was more in like depression research and like gender differences in depression. So this was like a whole new area for me. So it was just interesting to be exposed to such a wide range of research in the same topic area and to see how it varies and how it's so easy in academia to like kind of pick and choose things. but like when you look at it it, look at it on the whole, you're like, okay, but what is this actually fucking saying? <laughs> and and that's interesting. To get back to my initial point that I totally like swerved around. Yeah, I feel like
0: I also feel like we started the podcast and like I didn't like introduce you or like any of that yet. But whatever. I'll, I'm the we'll shithead it and I'm
1: like, Sadie can edit yeah. around it.
0: <laughs> it's fine. <laughs>
1: Um, but my final point I wanted to say before we actually like do the introduction, <laughs> um, just like P pe- I think people are obviously afraid to talk about sexual assault for yeah. a lot of different reasons, yes. but it makes it hard to define terms and to define things. And it, it gets like so muddled in that way and I feel like the more people doing this research collaborate and actually like define their fucking terms and like you know compare notes and whatever instead of just like cherry picking topics um then then maybe the body of research would be stronger okay that's all
0: that's cool that's interesting um
1: years since I looked at it so like that was me
0: (laughs) paraphrasing yeah that's really yeah really just like well anyway my friend this is the clown hospital podcast my friend Alyssa's here talk about our shared love of a controversial genre of film um you know about uh revenge for sexual violence um you know specifically sexual assault yeah so yeah you were giving us just some like background of like your own like i guess like academic um professional like experience with like an aspect of like the topic and that's really cool uh do you have anything else you would want people to know about you
1: Mm.
0: or your like perspective Hmm. where it's coming from
1: Well, I literally just made a note to myself to send you the article or like the, you know, citation or whatever. So you can link it if you want, because I think it was a really interesting article. Um, But yeah, I just did some research in sexual assault on college campuses um, as a grad student and post-grad. I have my master's in experimental psychology and... I was just going to say, and I smoked a little bit of weed just to, you know, the three, (laughs) the three main things.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess I should maybe even say stuff about my own, like where my own perspective is coming from. Um, And I guess I'll I'll just say I've seen some shit. I've been through like some shit as well. Like, (laughs) that's really all I have to say. Mm. Um, but I guess, I guess we'll get, kind of get into it a little bit more with, the, with, like, the first question is, yeah, so, like, you know, the quote-unquote, like, rape revenge movie, I'm gonna, like, try to not say that word, like, 40 <laughs> times in an hour.
1: Should we, like, abbreviate it? Do, like, RR? Sure. Okay.
0: Because I just do not want to say that word that many times. Yeah. And... But anyway, like yeah, this is, you know, like a like a subgenre of film, like often like a like a subgenre of like horror, like specifically, and you know, like a lot of the like a lot of my experience is with like, you know, a more like recent wave of film, like, from like the late like teens, or ops or whatever the fuck um is that what it is i don't know like you know because like what revenge and marlena both came out in 2017 like so like
1: and 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 our favorite uh rr film uh (laughs) promising young woman
0: (laughs) (laughs) you just had to just jump into it um well, like, before we jump into what we maybe, do, like...
1: Well, I was going to... No, I was going to say that came out in 2019, but I took yes. a huge pause before I said that because I'm I'm looking up um, older RR films or at least, like, I, I was trying to find a director because I didn't end up watching the two movies I wanted to watch yeah. because I knew it was, like, like, you kind of see the whole scene in a very explicit yeah. way and... I was kind of like I know what to expect from that first kind of wave of showing that on screen, yeah. So I would rather like interact with it in the way that like the kind of movies we like do. Yes. American Mary is another incredible one.
0: Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll we'll get to our one. recommendations. Oh shit! What was I was gonna say I cannot come up with thoughts anymore. It's so frustrating.
1: Hold on. Um
0: yeah
1: we were talking about see so i get to play well actually people, actually you
0: know? i i i i know now okay, or cool. i did for a second it's like yeah like um you know like i guess like historically and i don't have like that much like firsthand experience because it's like yeah i would you know it is like you know a lot of this like modern wave is like made like in respect like, in conversation, like, in response to those older movies, so it's, like, you know, I want to know that, like, there is that history, and, like, what, uh, generally, like, what themes they're addressing, like, because in, like, the, the older films, as I understand it, like, yeah, you have, like, and we'll, we'll talk, I'm sure we'll talk about depictions in here somewhere, because, like, every time we watch a movie together, I'm, like, they just gotta show less. Yep. um. But, Same like, that. like, you know, outside of that, you know, a lot of times it's, like, the man, like, getting the revenge for his, like, wife getting mm. assault, sexually assaulted, like, totally taking uh, away, like, that woman's autonomy. um, it, Like, after an event where your autonomy is, like, so brutally taken from you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just like, you know, exploitative and like trashy and
1: mm-hmm.
0: what have I you. Wonder
1: if like, I don't know, I actually am going to like do a quick Google search because I looked up I spit on your grave, which was the movie that I was planning on watching. But like the description essentially like tells me all I need to know <laughs> about it. Um, like, right down to, like, what happens to her and, like, a specific of that, so...
0: So I guess I could just say, like, all right, so we, like, you know, I think it's good to start off with saying, like, this is not a, like, a, you know, recommendation to, like, consume everything that fits the genre label, it's, like, actually, you know, I also you know wanted to do some homework uh before this movie and you know we watched revenge which i loved mm-hmm. uh and then i watched uh the nightingale which i hated Oof. um it, but it was like okay like you know i was like really I, I was like really high off of revenge and like the nightingale was great cuz like it, watch before this because like oh yeah i have to remember like that a lot of these are like deeply fucked up and like when you are like dealing in with such a sensitive subject matter like it can be really easy to fuck it up
1: oh yeah totally um because
0: it's like you know the nightingale like definitely is like trying to be from it like a more feminist lens and like so was like promising a woman and like i don't like don't think they like succeed in being feminist in any like really radical ways Mm -hmm. and you know and there are probably definitely people who like like feminists or like people who've experienced like this sort of trauma who like just like denounce this genre as a whole and that is fine and there are others who don't Mm -hmm. and yeah so like we have like what isn't always great about them established so the first question i'll ask this to you is what do we what do you like about these types of movies the ones that you like obviously Mm -hmm.
1: what what do i like about them like what they do that is good yes okay so the ones that i think are good are and I'll particularly reference revenge um, because I think this was done in a profoundly powerful way of actually showing, you know, the assault in a way that is respectful to the audience. Yeah, I think of people who have who have gone through trauma like that, um, and it's particularly shown in such a way where. Um, if you don't want to be spoiled, fast forward a little bit, but yeah,
0: we'll probably um, be saying that a lot.
1: Yes. (laughs) Um, It's the beginning before the scene kind of really takes off. Um, The man who's doing the assault is interrupted by his friend who just stands there watching and is just disgustingly shoving food into his mouth and instead of intervening and helping, he turns around closes the door and jumps into the pool that is facing the room where it's open, where he can see the assault happening. But as the viewer, we only get bits of it um, and not in like a disgusting amount of detail. And I think the perspective is really powerful because it shows like a man clearly seeing what is happening and just actively choosing to do nothing and i think it it's more artistically powerful in in that way that's that's my perspective yeah
0: i i i really love that scene too and you know because you know like i think it kind of like hits the point of like you know I I don't run around with a stopwatch, timing, sexual assaults, and never will want to ever do that. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, a fairly brief interaction, like, in a lot of cases, and, you know, there's some, like, really, really horrific, like, torture stories out there. But, like, you know, like, something that could be over in literally, like, five minutes. Mm -hmm. But, like, the... Reverberations like really, it like it happens within this larger context. The man's friend, like, totally is like enabling him, and like that's like how what allows this stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. And and like for her, like it's happening, and like she's in the middle of the desert, and the only person who could save her or like help her actively communicate that he doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Um.
1: Yes, that, yeah the crux of revenge is like it's very much a microcosm for like women living in this society in a sense where she's the only woman out in the middle of a house in the desert that these men have you know that they use for hunting game hunting in the desert and the only way she can leave is if a helicopter come and comes and picks her up so (laughs) yeah it's it's unimaginably scary
0: it is um yeah so it sounds like you know yeah like you can like like you can communicate like such like really sensitive like matters and you can and you can do it like delicately um, mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, don't I been, know if I
1: describe it delicately, I just feel like it's like respectfully.
0: That's yeah, that's a much better word. I agree. Well, because I, I, I guess I say delicate because like, I'm thinking of like opposite to like berserk, which I'm like rereading. Which like the rape scenes in that are like like ten pages long, and it's <laughs> like, and you know, his art style is like very like detailed and and i'm just like like flying through these pages um like it's like you like and like because like that is like not delicate that's like really like Mm -hmm. just brutal and like yeah disrespectful like to like put such a like disempowering like event on screen that there's like such a common trauma like
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, it really is important to, like, yeah, be respectful and, like, careful. Um, It
1: reminds me of, um, like, there was that whole controversy with Game of Thrones. I forget what season it was. It might have been, like, season four or five. Um, Sansa Stark was married to i forget his name game of thrones heads uh hit the chat (laughs) um
0: so that's an unhinged email about game of thrones
1: yeah yeah um please do you can at me directly um but only one person can do that uh after one person does it don't (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, there's a scene where she gets assaulted and I didn't actually see the scene. I just heard it was very graphic, and that's why I strayed away from it. Um, and I know in the books, like it had this was the controversy as well. It in the in the original books, um, it happened to a different character and had kind of like a different reasoning. And I think this was done in a cheaper sort of way of like furthering trying to I guess maybe evidence how evil her husband was um Mm. so more sort of like character building in a way um where there's like no real reason to show it like no real like I don't know I really can't think I mean is there ever a reason to show it
0: I I'm not gonna be the one like that brings you that. No, no, no. And I'm like this is more
1: me asking like your genuine opinion, like
0: yeah, I you know it's like you know, it's like we're talking about two Rs here. Yeah. Uh I want to see the second R. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. that is what I am here for. And Yes, like, the first R does need to come first in some way, but yeah, I, like, you know, I, like, it. it's very easy to just, like, I don't know, I just feel like there are a million ways to communicate that it happened Mm -hmm. uh, without being, like, graphic, like, even just, like, you know... I don't know. I don't want to like end up like describing like these sort of scenes.
1: Yeah. But like but I do I do agree with you in the sense it like extremely so in the sense that like there are more profound ways of like letting the audience know that this happened um or yeah. that you know this character is is affected. Um I feel like that shows a deeper understanding of the trauma whereas yeah. showing the traumatic event it just
0: feels exploitative yeah like sort of by default and i'm sure like someone could counter me with like some feminist like ass like example but i don't i don't i don't know that argument if the argument is even real mm-hmm. um like i don't want to say like never but like i i don't think i ever need to see it um. Personally, mm-hmm. um. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts? I mean, more thoughts on what like you like about these types of movies? Mm.
1: So I feel like when I was taking notes on <laughs> revenge, like I wrote in all ca- <laughs> I wrote in all caps the eye stab. Yes. Um. <laughs> just and and I don't know. There was like. You and I were talking a lot while we were watching the movie about how unsubtle the, you know, penetration with the knives were. Yes.
0: Yes. And the, and the, and the tree branches and yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like like it was very much like, okay, she's penetrating them against their will now.
0: Um, which I thought,
1: yeah, with the knife. So they die. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean that's like what I like like you know like yeah that movie is not subtle maybe in any single way and um but it's like that is like kind of the appeal for me as like something that like feels like very like visceral and brutal. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know there, there's there is like there is something to that especially when it's like paired with like you know usually some sort of like catharsis is like you know when that revenge happens like then like like yeah like you just like, you just like get that like hit of like catharsis and like maybe like a sense of like even like justice or whatever and like and also like you know for for me the answer like the question is like what i like about them like is like this like catharsis um is like it's taking these moments where we are at our least powerful like we're we are just like so depowered like so like degraded and like and just like the the most horrible way and just like have no like so little control over it and you know and then get control mm-hmm. and like get like revenge and like whatever. And, you know, revenge in like the real world is like messy as shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, killing like one perpetrator of the, of like the, these types of crimes, like is just such a drop in the bucket and like, and you know all sorts of crazy shit like happens and like you know it's very risky to go around killing people
1: it's also a very like escapist type yes material because like in the quote-unquote real world like you know at a survivor of this might not be able to do this like you know not everyone can seek revenge and seeing it happen like on a screen that's like contained where it's like you see her whole arc and like you see like she prevails you know it gives you the sense of like justice and like like justice was served and revenge had. and i feel like in a lot of ways like depending upon the movie um you know seeing how people act when systems fail uh, yes makes it so cathartic
0: yeah exactly um, yeah because yeah we were talking about this before it was yeah like you know a lot a lot of my favorites or some of my favorites like um make a point to like be like you know it's not like this person was like assaulted and then and then they're like revenge time like a lot of times you know they're assaulted and then go for help or sometimes like in the case of marlena like kill and then go to the police but like just like make a point to show it's like all right like i i went to the police and they did nothing i just sat here for hours and and they, like, basically, like, tricked me into, like, like, made me just, like, give up and, like, on my story. And, like, they didn't take me seriously and, and you know, just dismiss it, dismiss it as, like, he said, she said. And, and it's, like, you know, because, like, that prevents a question. It's, like, you know, when the systems that are, like, quote, unquote, there to protect like protect us even though like you know it's not really to protect us it's like to protect private property mm-hmm. and like you know then what do we do mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. what do you like what is someone to do next and like you know like you know i've 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 heard people like frustrated with these types of movies like because of like not like following through like a restorative justice model. And it's like, okay, like think about like, I don't know, like Marlena, like lives on like a farm with her husband and then her husband is dead. So it's like just her, like all alone. Like, what is like, what access does she have to like a restorative justice, like process with like, you know someone um like professionally trained and not like you're like just like being guilted into like uh rehabilitating the very person who hurt you um
1: yeah I feel like putting that on victims is just sort of another way of telling them like like you didn't do good you didn't do right like if i were in your position like i would uh, you know do this and you know seek restorative justice and yeah like it's not always i mean it's not always like that you can't always fucking do that and sometimes your life is at risk
0: yeah like and you know like i feel like you know, there is, like, I like room for... Or, like, I, th- I think, like, you know, restorative justice is, like, a really great ideal, and, like, mm-hmm. but also feels, like, very far off. Like, it's, like, I... You know, I've heard of a lot of, like, attempts at these processes, and I've never have heard... I've yet to hear, like, a good story. Um
1: yeah.
0: And... You know, when, like, like, so there, like, is, like, practically, like, no model on, like, how this, like, actually works for most people. And.
1: And there has to be some sort of, like, meeting halfway in order to get there. Like, it's very yes. rare that, like, someone who sexually assaults someone is one willing to admit that they sexually assaulted someone, because that was a problem we found in that study that I referenced. Yeah. Um, like some it depends on like how you ask the question on whether or not men will out themselves as perpetrators. Like perpetrators aren't gonna think that they perpetrated. <laughs> like yeah. if you ask them, hey, have you ever like assaulted anyone? Most of them will say no. But if you ask them, have you ever continued to have sex with someone after they said no, then they might say yes. So it's all about how you ask the question too, is how you get your answer of who is perpetrating and how many people are perpetrating. I was gonna connect that somehow to something you said, but my brain shorted out.
0: (laughs) That's just where both of our brains are at this point. Um...
1: It's Monday. I'm bl- I fully blame it on Monday and Mercury retrograde.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But we, yeah, we were, all, we were talking about like restorative justice. Oh um, yes,
1: Yes. I was saying like, so if these men can't even like admit that they did something wrong, like, do you think they're going to want to participate in restorative justice? Like there has to no. be some sort of meeting halfway of both parties.
0: Yeah. So I remember like being in a meeting like with like a socialist organization I was in and you know like the vice president of the organization was accused of assaulting someone and like we tried to address it and he was like, This is just a waste of my time.
1: Yeah, because like
0: because I- it's like you know in his head, it's like I just i didn't do it like Mm -hmm. you know like there's no point even talking about this Mm -hmm.
1: um i would love to like do a research study on people who have perpetrated sexual assault to see like how many would actually admit to it or acknowledge that they've done it
0: i don't know (laughs) it's probably really fucked up
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Most likely. Most likely. And that's why, like, these movies are literally, like, so fun to watch at a certain point. Like...
0: Yeah, because it's so it's so messy in real life. It's so complicated. There's so many, like, systems in, in place and, like, this... You know, not to say, like, movies don't have, like, real impact on, like, people's, like, lives, perspectives, all that stuff. But, like, you know, at the end of the day, it is just, like, a movie where, like... You know, she did not, like, try to, like, you know, seek any sort of agreement with the guy, like, before she, like, stabbed his eyes out. But, like, who cares? It's a movie!
1: It was also, like, realistically, he would have killed her before she could even say the words restorative justice. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, like, yeah, like, you know... And, like, that's, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, that's something, like, that, you know is trying to be built. And it's like hard to imagine that. And just like, you know, we have to realize like people's like real in people's real lives, like these sorts of traumas happen to them like consistently, and like, there's nothing they can do about it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if if someone who has like felt that level of powerlessness gets to like, feel like that catharsis when they get to see it on screen like like good for like good for you girl like and like you know I know for sure that like you know there are definitely plenty of people who have that experience and wouldn't like want to watch this sort of movie at all and like that's totally cool too um
1: yeah I think whatever way people like react to their trauma or deal with their trauma or help heal their trauma is like you know everyone's kind of personal choice and i think that's fine
0: yeah cool so talked about catharsis Mm uh exploitation with depictions uh
1: i feel like it could be a good lead into what we don't like in movies
0: (laughs) yeah we Wow, we've talked about so many of this just naturally. Hold on. Yeah, so this kind of goes... What? I said
1: because we're fucking geniuses.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, so what I have here is, like... Yeah, so I guess, like, that's that. Like, what we like is, like, you know, thoughtful depictions. Like, one thing I really liked about Revenge was, like, you know, showed the assault very minimally and showed, like, the violence towards men, like, very, like, in, like, excruciating detail, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and that was amazing, and, like, I like to, like, the catharsis and, like, and all that stuff, so, yeah, I guess, talk about, like, some of the problems in, like, the movies that, that we've seen, and, Mm -hmm. like, like, I guess, like, I, well, like, one more thing I want to say is, like, you know, it's also a movie. I mean, it's, like, it has an ending and, like, life doesn't, like, yes. you know, it has an ending. But, like, a lot of us, like, some of us that happens, so, so we can carry for the rest of our lives. Yeah. And, like, you know, to be able to, like, see this, like, this, like, depiction of, like, cathartic revenge, like, that doesn't really seem to exist in real life, like, mm-hmm can be nice to just, like, pull a little bullet on something, like, to have it, like, final, um, which is to say that there's, like, full, we're we're gonna just talk full Promising Young Woman spoilers.
1: Truly, Um, I actually, I actually wanted to add on to what you were saying, because you and I were talking a lot about, um, carrying trauma with you and and aspects of carrying that in these different movies that we liked. Um, And I'm thinking about just like what you said about the fact that these movies have endings and there's like, you see her prevail and you might not see her in therapy like a year (laughs) or something, but like within the scope of the movie, she is also carrying her trauma with her, either physically in the manifestation of, like, the head of her rapist, or, like, you know, psychically, uh, in Marlena and Murder in Four Acts, um, with the headless guy, you know, the image of that following her, um, and I just think that's important to, to show because in real life beyond the scope of the movie that continues to be carried with uh survivors in many different ways that yeah. evolve
0: <laughs> absolutely
1: all right let's get into our promising young woman shit talk
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well like i re- so you know i guess like i'll say like i remember like reading like letterboxd of letterboxd review about it and, like, one of the things this person said about that movie is, like, that it wasn't, like, cathartic and that it was, like, smart or whatever, and...
1: That it was smart for not being cathartic?
0: Yeah, and I'm, like... Man, do we need, like, movies to tell us, like, revenge is bad and, like...
1: Yeah, yeah, it felt like it was admonishing us by the end. Like, you fucking pervert, you wanted her to do what? What? <laughs>
0: yeah it's like you know she like she kills no men mm-hmm. and then the movie ends with two dead women the one, the woman like her friend who was assaulted mm-hmm. and then her who is like you know like harassing uh would be rapist and uh like kind of like in revenge of like what happened to her friend and like you know that that ending where like you know she dies and then like the cops come and just like arrest the guy and it's like very clean as like that is like
1: obvious that someone related to a cop fucking wrote that movie
0: <laughs> yeah like you know because i think what i like about like the feminists like what I like about the movies I like in like the feminist wave of these films is like the um like the failure of like the systems like in Marlena like the cops are literally playing ping pong like they work at fucking like Facebook Mm -hmm. like um and like in uh sweet vicious like we see like that like not only the cops are useless even when your dad is a cop when you're a pretty blonde girl and your dad is the cop like still you become like a like a sex crimes vigilante because even when you're like maybe like the one demographic of person who the cops would actually help like you're still not getting help and then also in in that in that that show like the title nine office people are useless too Mm -hmm. and it's like you know like it's not super shocking that the cops are useless (laughs)
1: like
0: so like there's this other system in place and it turns out that's useless too Mm -hmm. so like what (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm.
0: what is a bitch to do um
1: like in real life scenarios as well. Like I I do listen to the occasional true crime podcast. Yes. Um, I will preface this statement by saying like, I'm very skeptical about the genre a lot of the time. Like sometimes it can get very propaganda. Yeah. really like praising the police. But, and I'm picky about my podcasts that I listen to. Like they have to be like police critical and like respectful to victims and, you know. So anyway, um i was listening to a true crime podcast about uh a case where um trigger warning if you want to like move ahead i'm not going to go into detail or anything i just explaining the situation um but a woman was was raped and then eventually died um because of her injury basically and like the <laughs> the case was really fucked up because there were two campus security guards that saw it happen and didn't do anything. <laughs> um, and you know, the answer to this, like a lot of the, you know, so much of the conversation around this, this woman's death, this happened in the eighties, the um, was, you know, blaming the university, sometimes blaming her, um, and the conversation was the university needs to get more cops and get better cops. <laughs> and it's sort of like, you know, would actual cops intervene on that? Like, like, I feel like the answer of like more police isn't seeing like the actual systemic issue that happens to victims. Yeah. Um, so it's just, you know, it happens all the fucking time.
0: Yeah, I just yeah, I just like don't know how you end a movie with two dead women and be like this was feminist. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah.
1: well, oh, I'm zero I
0: dead like, men. Like I don't like.
1: Well, and the fact that it's like this is the only scenario where the lead woman who is white and blonde could die, and it gets the cops' attention.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But in reality, any other woman like a woman of color, a queer woman, like at any intersectionality, like it'd be like, oh whatever. Like the cops wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. And like presenting that as justice is just like it just felt like the scene was like slapped together <laughs> at the end. Yeah. And and also Emerald Fennel, uh the director and I guess writer, I I don't remember if she wrote for it, but I, I'm pretty sure she did. Um, I think her uncle is a cop, uh, and uh, he asked, and you know what, I'm gonna fact check myself in real time. um Emerald Fennel, which can we fucking talk about that name as well? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Emerald Fennel cop. <laughs> um yeah so okay her father-in-law is an ex-cop so okay for that scene where the lead is killed she asked her father-in-law ex-cop how long it would take for someone to suffocate and that's why we saw her die for that long Like that. What is the point of that? Like, if it's- yeah,
0: that's that's. It's like, what is your like? What is your message? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, should have called the cops all along. Like, or like, you know, it's it just not like,
1: like punishing her for trying to stack yes. revenge outside of the system.
0: Yeah, it it doesn't. Like, the narrative doesn't like, you know, treat her like and very like I'm um, empathetically like no. you know because it's like it makes sense that like you know we would have this anger and that like when the systems fail us that we feel like It, it you know maybe not usually it's to like the extent of this movie is like in real life but like you know we, we feel like we have to take some part of it into our own hands because, like, that's the only way anything will ever happen. And um, to, like, just, like, not really, like, to just, like, present that and then, you know, and then she just, like, dies without, like, really doing much of anything. mm mm-hmm is
1: yeah i mean it's like i could argue that it's for like awareness but it's like if you're not aware that this kind of violence happens against women then like what rock were you living under
0: (laughs) yeah i yeah i it's just like i don't it just seems like it hates women
1: yeah (laughs) like like, just say you hate women (laughs) just say it like it just it feels like the sort of neoliberal, like this is the world neoliberals want. <laughs> like they don't want to save women's lives; they want they want cop justice.
0: Yeah, it's so weird.
1: And I think it's like in rape revenge movies, there is a celebration of being alive at the end. There is like a celebration yeah. of living. Like, the revenge is part of it, yes. But, like, the entire thing is, like, surviving the ordeal. And in Promising Young Woman, I think the revenge was highlighted even more, like, as, like, the final note. Like, there's, she, she died, so there's no, like, joy in her surviving the experience. Yeah. Like, so...
0: Yeah, I mean That's like an
1: interesting distinction. Yeah,
0: you bring up an interesting point of like the catharsis isn't just in the like the ending of like the lives of the perpetrator and those and their enablers, but also like the catharsis of just like getting through that. Mm-hmm. Um not just like the original sin but like fighting through that and like like maybe that is like a metaphor of like just trying to navigate life after an event like that and like it is hard to get back to a place where you're happy or it can be hard to get like to get to a place where you're happy to be alive so just like yeah you know like seeing like That woman who had a fight, like, get like some rest that, like, does not happen in real life very easily is like just very, like, nice (laughs) in a way. And, like, you know, we don't get that in this other film. And I'm sure plenty others as well.
1: I'm very much like, I got some chills thinking about that, because I'm thinking about the scene in, in Revenge at the end, like when the helicopter is coming down and you can't see it. Well, OK, I should have said spoilers um, at, the, at the end of Revenge, when the helicopter is coming down, like that's her way of escape and she hears it. And we as the viewers can't see it yet, but we can see the relief on her face and we can see her relax and like drop her shoulders a little bit and like there's a satisfaction in that in like that after like that hell she went through, like she gets to rest and promising young woman does not have that at all for like any of the characters.
0: No, it's like, I guess she's resting cause she's dead.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But like, that's not.
1: It felt so empty too. Like there was, yeah. it, it, it just like, you built it up for, for that, like, I think it would have been much more interesting if she killed the guy and then had to like deal with, you know, the fallout of, of that. And emotions yeah. around that, that would have been more empowering and interesting.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I feel like that's what I have to say on that. I guess.
1: Yeah. That's, that's that on that.
0: Damn. I think we just kind of did that.
1: We fucking we fucking did the thing that
0: happened like so naturally
1: because um or geniuses
0: <laughs> so I guess um well one last thing is recommendations mm. um do you have anything within this genre that you would like to recommend my listeners?
1: Mm. let me flip through my notes um but Genuinely, yes. I think, okay. American Mary is like my number one. Um, it's very gory and weird, but I think very good. I think it is kind of what promising young woman, like tried to sanitize. (laughs) Um, so I highly wreck that. Um, you and I, not on here as much, but like in real life have talked about hard candy a lot. Yes. That's like an incredible one. And I could go into so much detail on that, but like, it really makes you think about brutality and think about retribution and violence and makes you kind of wonder how much it's deserved. um, And pushes your limits on on thinking about that and and that's one of my favorite things
0: about i i love that movie it is a, like that and like revenge feel like just like pure like catharsis like just they're both so brutal in like they're like you know and like hard candy is something is like we don't see we don't really see like the crime, like the original crime at all. Like we don't even know if Elliot Page's character is like somewhat like a survivor of this sort of thing, or mm-hmm. if it's like a promising young woman sort of thing, where like um it's like with a friend or something. It we don't we don't know anything about this person doing this. Mm-hmm. Um and you know you, you, you but like, I, you know, just by the very fact that they're doing this, like, it shows like some sort of personal connection. Like there is yeah. like there is a reason. Like you don't you don't even need to know exactly what it is for like to get that catharsis to really like, mm-hmm. you know, like like I was saying, like revenge is like the amount of screen time the assault gets is so little, and, like, the amount of time that violence towards men is so long, and, like, hard candy is, like, even, like, more than that. because so yeah. It's, like, we don't see, like, you see, like, us, like, the setup for it, mm-hmm. and then, like, bam, like.
1: Yeah, it's sort of, like, you know, it's, it's almost, justifies the violence as it goes and i think that's really interesting i think i think usually the the quote unquote classic formula is you get the first r and then you get the second r yeah um and with this it's sort of like you're you're almost getting them both at the same time i feel um just based on, like, the the line of questioning that Elliot Page's character has for this guy. Um, And I I don't know. I just like how it doesn't, like, tell the audience what to feel about what's going on. Like, it's very, like, this is what's happening and this is you watching what's happening.
0: Yeah. I love Hard Candy. Any others?
1: Mm, I... (laughs) Excuse me. I did write down the newest um, Black Christmas because it centers on a college campus like the original one. But um, this is more like kind of conspiracy theory-y and touches more on like assaults on college campuses and how this one sorority and this one girl was, um, at the sorority was assaulted by this guy at this frat and, um, kind of dealing with the aftermath of that. And then like, there's some supernatural elements. It's kind of cheesy. Like it's, you know, one of those not super special remakes of an original, um, because the original brings a lot of other different things to the table. Um, it's kind of before you get like the, the mythologized serial killer. It's like a very faceless killer, which I think is interesting. And it deals a lot more with birth control, which I thought was, I mean, it was the seventies. So, but yeah, this one's a little bit more like kitschy, like modern, but it's, I really like it. I think it's a very satisfying watch.
0: (laughs) Cool. Cool.
1: Yeah. Those are like my my main ones. I wrote down Teeth and the girl with the dragon tattoo. Um, but I haven't seen those in in a bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh for me, well, we've we've talked about revenge and Marlena the murderer for X a lot. Those are probably my two faves. Uh hard second for hard candy. Um I also really like the MTV show Sweet Fishes that had one season that is about campus uh, sexual assault and, like, vigilante response. And um, it has one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, And it's, you know, it's a show on MTV, so, like you know, like, the politics aren't, like, always the most, like, radical and, like, you know, one of the things that's disappointing, uh, about it being canceled is, like, it it seems like it would have been, like, like, in, like, the, like, for the second season, they are planning to, like, you know, have more, like, queer stuff and have more, like, people of different races, like, how does this, like, how does this issue affect people of different, like, experiences differently? Mm -hmm. and like you know there I feel like there's like a lot of lost potential in that show yeah uh because that first season is so good and then it there's just no more um and then I also really liked They Never Learn which is a book by I think her name is Lane Fargo that was another one that just felt like pure catharsis to me but was like a whole ass novel Mm -hmm. um so yeah, that's what I got on uh, recommendations. Um and then gratitude time. time for. Uh, gratitude. shit. I am grateful for I don't know, just like crazy fucking movies. I've been just wanting to watch like real crazy shit lately. I think like ever since I watched Yellow Jackets, I just like want to watch like the most brutal crazy shit because that show rules and I just, I now have this like yellow jacket shaped hole in my body and it's I'm trying so to desperately fill it. Like um, I think my favorites of that, it's scratching lately I've been Revenge. And then have you seen X yet?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Holy shit. That movie goes hard. It is...
1: I saw your review, and honestly, your review is what made me want to watch it.
0: I don't remember what I said in my review. You
1: said it was like um, uh, Resident Evil 7, but horny.
0: Yes. And Resident Evil
1: 7 was my fucking favorite Resident Evil.
0: Yeah, it's literally like... Um, like the old, like the creepy old people, like trying to kill you yes. and then they're horny. Yes. Like It's so good. We should watch it. Yeah. I would absolutely, absolutely so. rewatch X. Um, I, that's, yeah. I'm moving in with my parents soon and that's definitely a movie I'm making them watch with me, like as soon as possible. Cause yeah. I, I, well, I know, like, I know my brother will, will love it. Uh, because it's insane and my dad would probably like it too (laughs) so I just like unhinged media I I, like I really like to just like simulate the unhinged lifestyle with that while just laying on the couch you know
1: okay wait I have actually some like show recs yeah yeah so I feel like the new trend since the OJ Simpson show has been like dramas with like really famous people based on like true crime yeah um because recently the girl from Plainville came out which is on Hulu Elle Fanning so it's basically a story about this girl um Michelle Carter who um there is a suicide trigger warning um but like she's basically goes to trial for uh I think manslaughter or or some sort of like lesser charge for like encouraging her boyfriend via text to kill himself and he did. Um so that's like a crazy sort of like true crime type drama. The one that I think is really interesting also is the staircase, which I think is on HBO. Colin Firth is in it. It's about like that fucking crazy um case that happened where this woman like fell down the stairs and her husband found her in like this pool of blood and it's like if she really just like fell why is there so much blood and like (laughs) there's so many weird theories about it to a point where someone thinks that an owl attacked her (laughs) (laughs) and there's like fucking evidence where it's like almost plausible so this is like um like a drama about that whole situation and how like crazy that is. Cool. So is, are,
0: are those what you're grateful for, or are those oh, just wow. show wrecks?
1: <laughs> no, those are just show wrecks. It's so funny because the show wreck I was initially gonna make was also a true crime one called Candy with um one of the actresses from Yellow Jackets. Um oh I forget which one um what's the name of the woman who uh was best friends with with Jessica and then uh sleeping with Jessica's boyfriend
0: you mean Jackie
1: Jackie fuck
0: yeah okay (laughs) and then fuck what is her name
1: (laughs) we're both insane
0: I wanna no, it's not. I can't think of what her name is. I I can picture her. Shauna. I, know, I
1: can picture her too. Shauna, yes. The woman that plays adult Shauna is is in um the show. Wow. I picked like a great time in my life to be on podcasts when I'm a stoner that like doesn't remember anything.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> But,
1: right. Okay, what I'm grateful for is yeah. my home, that I get to come here after a long day and hang out with my girlfriend and my cats and forget about work until the next day that I have to go.
0: Yeah, fuck work. Great. Yeah. Cool. And I am also grateful for you for coming on. I am grateful to have like a friend. Who I can watch these insane movies with. <laughs> like, Hell yeah. Uh, we'll have to watch X soon. Um, cool. Is there anything you want to promote to my small listenership?
1: Hell yeah, I would. I want to promote my candles because I make candles. Hell yeah. She watches movies. She talks on podcasts. She makes candles. You Hell yeah, you all three you can find me on instagram at bitch druid um that's bitch with a b-i-t-c-h and me and our friend norn are going to be sharing a table at the Bucksmont pride fest on june 26th at the abington art center so if Hell you're yeah. not straight and want to buy candles uh you're invited
0: that's amazing and this will definitely be out before then so sweet maybe maybe someone will find you
1: <laughs> i heard you on the podcast i'll be like what i don't <laughs> even remember what i said
0: <laughs> i don't even remember what i said and we just said it all right and then if you want to follow us on instagram it is Clown hospital pod if you want to follow on twitter it's Clown hospital bb if you want to send an unhinged email, you can send an unhinged email to clownhospitalpod at gmail.com. And um, with that, we say that, you know, this show is dedicated to those um, who fought before us and we heal in their memory and in their honor and peace.
1: Okay.